You're listening to the Personal Development Through Martial Arts podcast, the podcast where the world's highest personal development experts and martial arts masters come together to empower and inspire you to become your strongest self and live the life that you truly want. Join host Bogdan Rosho, author, public speaker, and the founder of the first personal development through martial arts school in the world in the podcast where you become the hero. Dude, I watched your first video. Wow. It's bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to sit there. <laughs> I feel the exact same way. Like when I, when I watch my first ever videos back in 2013, like I was so angry. Right, and I, I cannot watch them. I think so. Yeah. Cool. So I guess we we've we kind of started, right, guys? We're here with uh, Raphael, and again, I'm hoping I'm saying his uh, his name correctly, Eliasen, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and I'm very very excited to sit down and talk to you, man, because um, you know, a lot of people are starting out in their businesses, and what I would really really love to um. Um, ask you more about is how you turn this belief that you initially had of you know what um, I'm too young to be a life coach and you actually turn it around and you you turn it into your biggest um, advantage right and before we started uh, our uh, chat you mentioned Gary Vee and Gary Vee is always like I hate these life coaches these 20 year old life coaches there what, what can you possibly teach me 20 year old life coach Right? right. So you probably had that voice in the back of your head. No, I'll tell you something. I didn't have that voice in the back of my head. I had that voice literally talking to me because in episode 33 or 34 of Ask Gary V, way back, I yeah. sent in a clip and it got featured. And the video is called Personal Branding Something Something. I don't know. Привет, Gary. My name's Raphael. I run a personal development YouTube channel. My question to you is, what would you do if you were starting over and building your personal brand all over again, basically getting the name Gary V out there all over again in this day and age, what would you do to go out there and really spread the word and to get yourself known? I love this question and boy, I'm gonna set it up, do I have a really good answer for this because you, and thanks for the question, and every other youngster needs to hear this really, really loud and clear. And this is not being disrespectful because I was a 22-year-old genius business person in my mind because of what I did. But I would do exactly what I did, which is for the first 10 years of my professional career, I didn't say a damn thing. And in that clip, Gary Vee shows me asking for personal branding advice and then he rips me a new one. Wow. And I, I, I got directly torn to little pieces like and it was the best thing ever man you know the thing was at that stage i already had a successful business that probably just hit six figures i think around that time and i already had a bunch of clients that loved me and actually on that video on facebook and i think on the youtube video as well people stepped in and were like you don't actually know Raphael. like he's actually really good and he gets results and he's awesome and you know you shouldn't assume all of this just because he's young that's kind of really silly like he has like, I think at that point, I probably already had at least a thousand hours of coaching done, if not more, which is more than even people that are certified and 50 years old starting life coaching. So it's interesting, yeah. but yeah, it was a tough one because in the beginning, in the very beginning, before Gary Vee, that thing wasn't such a big deal because I had already got the experience. But before that, family, friends, you know, when I started just saying, 
look, you're, 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 you don't know what you're talking about. Like you have no experience, go to school, get a job, and then you can start doing this stuff. And the truth is the market doesn't care. And you'll hear, you'll hear Gary say this too, and you'll hear all the business gurus say this, the market does not care. Here's what the market cares about. Do you have value? Can you solve a problem? Can you help somebody for real? Can you sell? Can you sell? If you cannot sell, you cannot deliver, right? So you need to know all those things. I built those skills, I got paid. It's that simple and I did something I loved. So here's the difference. If I had done it, you know, I was gonna run a SMMA, you know, these like media marketing agencies, everyone's doing it. I was gonna do that. And every, everybody's a coach too, so every market's saturated. But I was gonna do that and that didn't feel in alignment to me. I wanted to do something more creative and actually help people one-on-one because I'm that kind of person. And it was just the decision that said, look, you know, this is, this is what I love, so it's worth it. It's worth being told I'm not gonna be able to succeed. So how old, do, how old were you when you uh, decided to become a coach? 18. 18, right? So you hadn't gone to college. You just knew that, you know what, this is what I want to do. I want to help people um, live better lives. Right. I mean, when I was 18, I got into self-improvement really deep. I was already into it when I was 16. But at 18, I decided this is something I want to do with my life. And I had done an exchange student year in the UK. I'm from Norway, so I traveled over there, basically left all my friends, everything. It was crazy. It felt like a really big deal at the time. You can imagine you're like 16 years old and 16, 17. And, and so I went over there, you know, for, met my soulmate, basically amazing. My girlfriend been together for six years. And yeah, at that time, I mean, it, it, it was just, it was like knowing that this was something that really resonated with me and it was something powerful. It was the, mo- it was the thing I was most excited about. And that's how you know, it was a joy. And that's when I decided, yes, this is something. But I didn't know what coaching was. I just knew yeah. I like self-help. That's what I knew. And I started getting coaching. I paid for it. I didn't have the money. Uh, I worked the job as a janitor when we came back to Norway together. You know, we moved together in, in Norway when we took her from the UK. I mean, that was a whole mess with her family and it was a crazy experience. I mean, you can imagine here's an exchange student taking my daughter away. Like it was insane. And uh, we did that, you know, in love. And it's been amazing. And we built this together. And I, I worked as a janitor and me and my girlfriend, we split that job. So we were doing one job and together we were like mopping these floors, scrubbing toys at the school that I went to as a little kid. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Like my friends knew, yeah. family knew, this is what I was doing to pay for the coaching and pay to build my brand. And so I paid my dues for sure. Like, and I paid them hard and I lived on very little and yeah, I sacrificed. Two, um, two questions. like. What was the first ever personal development book that you read, like uh, the one that really touched your heart? The Power of Now. Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, was, that was deep. Um, that was really profound for me. I mean, I, I had a mentor. Um, I don't usually bring him up so much because, first of all, people don't know about him and he's very controversial, very small. Uh, so I don't, like to, I, like, I don't like to mention the name. But he was you know, one of the people that pushed me. He was very aggressive, very weird. He's kind of like a PUA as well. You know, this, this weird little community. I'm sure you've heard of it. Um, it's cool. PUA, I, I, is that like it's like, like Yes, yes. It's like, right. And, but he was a self-help mentor as well. So I, already, I was in the relationship. I didn't need the PUA stuff, but. Dude, I first heard of Eckhart Tolle from um, these guys from. Um, RSD? What are they called? RSD, exactly. Yeah, RSD. Exactly. You're not. And the first time I started reading the book, I understood nothing. (laughs) 
nothing. It, it took me like a year and a half to actually uh, finish it and make sense of it. I get it. Yeah, it's 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 a it's mind boggling the first time you read it. It's like if you don't if you don't click with it, it just goes over your head, you know. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, how was it for you? I mean, um, you're this kid, right? Trying to build a coaching business. You're um, you're cleaning the floors in your school where where you went to, and you're talking to people about success, right? How did you go through that? Because I'm sure that people were like, "Are, are you crazy? Like, don't you don't you see your life? How how can you talk about success when you're mopping floors in your school?" Good question. Yeah, I mean. I wasn't talking about success. I wasn't talking about being famous or making millions of dollars. I never pretended to be someone I'm not. I didn't lie or bullshit people. And that's the big thing. You know, I didn't go, oh, I'm the expert. I never said that. I just made videos based on questions that people were asking, right? I, I just looked up stuff on forums and I was like, oh, people need help with this? Like, let me try it. Yeah. You know, and then I saw questions in comments of like a video that was popular and I would reply. That was me every day. Yeah, I would yeah. look, I actually yeah. cared about people. It wasn't like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a life coach. No, people get the wrong impression. And I think that's probably why, you know, someone like Gary prejudged it because he didn't realize like I was coming from humbleness. I wasn't trying to be the authority. I was building my personal brand in a way where, hey, look, if you need help with something, let me try my best. That was me, yeah. right? And then yeah. now I'm now I'm an expert. Now people pay me a lot of money. Now you know companies will pay me huge sums to work with them. I have clients that will fly me out. You know I've spent 30 days with a client in person. He had a multiple. You know the, the, he cracked seven figures with his real estate company. Like crazy stuff. You know amazing, amazing clients. I like I love working with them. Um, you know I worked with. Um, the guy that runs the highest rated dog training company in the United States. Incredible, incredible people, like amazing. But at that time, I wasn't working with those people. At that time, I was working with, you know, someone who needed accountability in going and doing their meditation and, you know, yeah. reading. And that was my niche. It was like accountability coaching. So I wasn't trying to say, hey, I'm an expert. I know everything. I was more like, hey, you know what you should be doing, but you're not doing it. Let me help you do it. That's it. I'm not going to pretend that I know what's right. I'm just going to help you do mm -hmm. what you're doing. I'm going to help you stick to your word. That was my phrase. It was like, I help you actually do the things you said you would. That was it. And the things that you know that you should be doing because yes. you already know. I'm, I'm not the expert. I'm not. You got it. I'm not telling you that I know because I don't. But I know yes. that you know and I kind of know. So let me help you do it. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Isn't, isn't that kind of what a personal that's trainer so is? I love that so much. I love that so much. And, um, you know, um, I've personally been guilty of kind of, you know, my girlfriend is like, no, you never uh, did that. You never um, positioned yourself as something you're not. But I feel that I kind of did it, you know, that I, I felt that I needed to position myself as knowing more than I did. Yeah. Just to kind of compensate for uh, stepping into a new field, right? Yeah. But... I feel that what you're saying and what I've discovered, we probably couldn't have had this conversation a few months ago, to be honest, right? Um, but what I discovered is exactly what you're saying. Like, instead of positioning yourself as this expert, uh, allowing yourself to be vulnerable and saying, look, I don't know everything. You know what you need to do. I'm just here to help. Let me help. I, I love that. I love service. that. Service. Service. Service, not expertise. Yes. Yes. That, that's so powerful. That's so powerful. And do you feel like 
when you step into this energy of helping somebody, do you feel like this wisdom is flowing through you that it doesn't really matter what age you are, that you can always allow this kind of universal wisdom to flow through you and talk through you? Do you feel that when you're doing, you're making your video, like creating content? I, it's a great question. I mean, I think every artist feels that way, right? I mean, it's flowing. It's you're one with the universe. You're not trying. I mean, I never scripted my videos other than a couple of like animated ones where we really went out of our way. I had motivational speeches that hit like 20, 30 million views on YouTube. I never, I never wrote them. I didn't write them. I just turned on the mic and went, well, you got to work for it. You know? <laughs> <That was it. laughs> so no, I, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I don't coach a client from strategy and tactics i coach it from uh intuition right and that's why i make good business decisions i mean i have big investments where i make 20 30 percent a year on average i mean i didn't decide those just based on knowledge and 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 like here's how the market's gonna go i did it because i felt like hey this is this is how it's done this is right to me so i check more in here i don't i don't use this as much as i use this and that's the problem i think for people because they're here and so when you do this you're limited to like this little ego thing and it says this is who you are and this is what you can do. And when you go from here, then you care about people. Coaching is a relationship business. It's not about doing a funnel. Stop your click funnels. Okay, I'm sorry, this is controversial, but it's true. Cancel your subscription, cancel your website, cancel all your social media. And here's what I want you to do if you want coaching clients, talk to people. Talk to them, genuinely care about them, see what they need help with, and if you think if you have the audacity to think that in some way you could maybe help them a little bit, offer them a free one hour, two hour, three hour session where you just give, 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 give. And I know this is controversial because you should have the funnel, but if you're starting out and that's what you're asking me, don't do any of that. It's stupid. It's still, even today, people don't like being sold stuff. Just give value, build a relationship, show that you can genuinely contribute. And now, hey, would you like to, you know, would you like to work with me? It, does this, is this nice? Do you like this? And that's humble. It's not being an expert. Hey, okay, let's do this now. Visa or MasterCard, like the, you know, the car don't close or whatever. And I love it. Like it's great stuff. Don't get me wrong. Sales is awesome, but you've got to have context and you've got to build value for real, not pretend to build value on a video where you say, Hey, I'm the expert and listen to me. I never did that. I only leverage real stuff that I actually did now because people would still think like, oh, who is this kid, right? So I'm like, okay, I'll leverage it a little bit. But even then, I stay away from it. Like I could easily drive a fancy sports car and I don't. I could have easily bought a cash, cash, not, not leasing it, Mr. Internet Marketer. I can buy it straight. I don't have a problem, right? I was gonna, you know, I was gonna do that. And then I realized that's silly. Be authentic, you know, do this real stuff. And that's, you know, don't be one of these guys because I hate that stuff. It's so, it's so obnoxious and you're just fronting and you're trying to look cool. Did you ever have like somebody teach you or coach you um, in sales saying that you need to close immediately, like uh, yes. ask these qualifying questions and then immediately close the person, get the money and then uh, start coaching them? Yeah, of Did course. Go that route? Yeah, I, I, I do that now. Mm-hmm. Sounds sounds okay. con- contradicting, right? But n- no, I had people tell me that right from the get-go. It's a mistake. Yeah. And once you have value, you can do. Th- I can do that now. I don't have to talk to anybody who can't afford to work with me. What's the point? 
right? But I'll still do it. I still give the value calls. I still do. Why? Because it's a mindset of being in relationships. And I sometimes I do a straight sales call. Like, let's say I have a high-end client, you know, he's paying 10K a month. And he says, look, I got this guy, you know, he wants to get a coach and you're the best guy, you know, I've ever worked with. And I've had like seven different coaches. So how about this? How about you work with him? I say, yeah, okay. Tell him to call me or tell him to email me. So I make him reach out to me and then I set the call and I'll probably close in that call. Why? Because I have leverage, I have positioning, I have all these things and I don't need to do this anymore because the value is already built. The person is already sold for, I don't need, but if they don't have that context, you can't sell. Stop selling with your ClickFunnels thing. Someone watched two videos of yours and then you're like, I'm looking for three more of my dream clients. Sure you are, and everybody else, right? Okay, yeah, I'll click on your schedule. And then they, they talk to you and they just know you're full of it. And nobody wants to buy that. Actually build relationships with you if you're new, if you have a lot of experience, you know, if you've been working for me like five years, you know, coaching, I have 9,000 hours of coaching logged, 9,000. Okay, you can charge straight away if you really want to. And even now I'm reluctant. I still do the free calls. I still don't close a lot of the time. I leave so much money on the table and you know, I learned that from, from people like Gary, like just leave money on the table and be a nice person. Guess what? Later on, you'll make more. I love that so much. I love that so much. You know, like um, some of my previous coaches, um, this is stuff that you learn from a lot of people, but, and, and I don't personally think it's wrong because it really worked for them. It has to do a lot with your character and just trying different things and figuring out what is your preferred prefer style. And I like this idea a lot. But the rationale behind this type of selling for everybody listening in is that if you give too much value on the call, then the person will feel like that they got the solution to their problems. And then they're going to say, no. you know what? I know what I need to do. I don't need to hire you. No. That's like they're thinking in the back of their heads. And awesome. they're not going to apply anything because they didn't sign up for your coaching. You know what? Let me tell you something. Let me bust that myth right now. Total BS. Here's why. Because if you're really a good coach, you can make someone invest emotionally in you without them paying you a single dollar. 100%. Yeah. You know why? Because look at look at somebody who's big and, and on social and watch how many thank you messages they get from people that never even got coaching from them. Watch the video, went and implemented and became a millionaire. I have those people. I have people that email me that. They never even got a session. So you're telling me if you get one-on-one -on -one with somebody, you can't get them a result? They invested their time. What, what kind of bullshit is that? Like, I'm sorry, but it's true. It's just an excuse for you yeah. to try to sell all the time. It's just a rationalization to say, oh, you need people to pay right away. And the truth is, in coaching, it's a relationship. And if you don't have a relationship, you don't have no money. And even if they buy from you, they'll know. One month, two months, three months, my clients stay with me for four or five years. Listen to me. I really want this to click for people. I don't go through churn rate. I don't have, oh, next month I need to get five new people because, oh my God, my list is empty. I keep people because I really, really, really get results. And that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. And so of course there are people that will take that free call and do nothing with it, even though you poured it on, even though you tried to get them to connect. Yes, but it's a small price to pay. True. You know, thinking about it, I actually had one, one person that I coached, just like, uh, you know, just like you said, like, um, giving them advice for free. In three months, she completely changed her life from that one coaching session. There you go. Right. And it's true. And you're going to have also clients that do absolutely nothing. They pay you really well, but they do absolutely nothing with what it's you give them as well. So... Yeah, doesn't really really matter. Uh, what was your some of your biggest challenges in the beginning? 
Yeah, I mean, just the, the fears, the limiting beliefs, you know it for sure. I mean, you've probably gone through it yourself. Like you just, you maybe you feel like an imposter. So it's about, instead of, what I say is, don't try to just get over it. That's what people will tell you on the internet. It's like, get over yourself and just do it anyway. No, change the approach to what feels real and authentic. That's what I did. Instead of just getting over it, like condition yourself for success. Incantations are great. I love self-improvement. I use it. So you make it. But I make it normal. I don't make it weird. I don't make it weird to get a client because if it's weird to get a client, then then now you're reaching. And if you're reaching, nobody wants to work with you. Uh, can you describe that? How would you, what do you mean like weird to get a client? Right, it's because you're not bringing enough value. It would be, if you don't do, you know, if you try to close on the first call, it feels weird. You ever had a tension where it's like, you try to close and it doesn't, and you're like, uh, and now you gotta handle objections? That's when you knew you messed up. That's when you messed up. I'm not saying don't handle objections, you can still use those skills. Mm -hmm. But if there's a lot of resistance, you might say, oh, it's that other person. It's, you know, ask yourself this, how well do they know me, first of all? Have they been watching for a year? Because if that's, if that's the case, okay, then you should probably close. But if the case is they watched like three videos, got on the call because it was free, and now you're trying to you know, get them to commit $5,000 a month, hmm, I wonder what's wrong. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, oh, oh yeah, just close. Like, okay, sure. It's interesting, yeah, it's just like getting on a date. Like the person never, never met you and you're like, oh, do you, want, do you want to get married? Yeah, yeah, let's just do it now. Yeah, and they're like, um, yeah. no, I'd like to get to know you better first. And then you go, all right, I'm gonna objection handle this. Objection. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, actually, I agree with you. I'm on your team. But however, consider this. If we get married now, you'll get half my net worth. How does that sound? <laughs> like, oh my God, what are you doing? It's, it's ridiculous. No. I love that, I love that. Um, how did you overcome like all of the um, uh, beliefs that you initially had about yourself and you know about how the world should be? I mean, guys, um, definitely go and uh, check out Raphael's YouTube channel. And um, I know he's probably not gonna like it, but go scroll down, watch his first video. Watch his first <laughs> because you know why? You know why? Because I, I love it so much because you're gonna see two totally different people, right? Yeah. Two like. You're gonna see Raphael starting out, and you can. It's not only that there's no absolutely no light in that video, right? You are, you are actually in the process of allowing the light from your heart to shine through more in, in your life, and you see like a total difference because you just started out. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, the thing is, honestly, like. It's just practice, right? It, 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 you're not good at something when you start. And so yes. that's the whole thing about trying to be an authority. That's the whole thing about imposter syndrome. That's the whole thing about beginning as a coach. I mean, it, you know, you're just not, you're not good. And so you just got to work at it. And so you're right. I was being authentic to who I was then. I was tryharding. I mean, you can see on the video, I'm like, all right, fucking blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm like swearing and being weird. It's, it's, it's like really awkward, but... Oh, I I've never done that. What? I've never done that. <laughs> oh, no, never? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, you're, you're above it, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, you yeah, know, it's... it's. are all doing it. Yeah, and I mean, exactly. And I even do it now. 
what am I above it now? I'm not above it. I still do weird stuff that makes no sense. I was, um, you know, I just hired like a bunch of people and my team is expanding and my business is growing. It's amazing. But what I was doing before, it was so stupid. I was like trying to, you know, do everything myself. Like, oh, let me do the Facebook post and let me do the YouTube and let me do, you know, LinkedIn and Instagram and do this. Yeah. Now, now I have team members for each platform and then I just manage and train them. And it's like, you just do dumb stuff. People do dumb stuff and then you learn. Hopefully you have enough awareness to notice that you're being stupid or, you know, God forbid, you actually hired a coach, right? And they actually helped you go, hey, here's how you're being an idiot. Do this instead. And then you're going to be happy and fulfilled and you're going to do well. Who would have known, right? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you say was your breakthrough moment in your business? Um, that's a good question. I mean, there's been a lot. So the first one was, you know, the, the first time I was sitting there playing video games. And this is probably six, five, six years ago. The first video that you see, the one that's me like in the weird lighting and doing that whole thing. Uh, that was the day after... I broke my disc for my favorite game at the time and I put down the controller because that's what my time was going to outside. You see, what people do is they go work the job and they say they want to build a business, but they're doing nothing. So what I did is I snapped the disc, I kept doing the job, I kept everything else and all my spare hours, recording a video, learning about it, getting coached, going through courses, you know, just pouring in money, time and energy. And six months in, I got my first client. That was the next big breakthrough. That was me making better videos and once I made better videos and I actually targeted an audience instead of just talking about what I wanted to talk about and self-improvement because I'm a you know, snowflake and everybody should listen to me. I stopped doing that. That's what I did at first. You can see it. And then I, it changes because if you go to my video, oldest to newest, you'll see there's a shift and I go to targeting real stuff that people actually need help with and they wanted to have someone help them with. And there was a gap in the marketplace. Of course, that's important too. Don't go somewhere where it's super saturated. You're just being silly. You know, you're, you're, you're lining yourself up to fail. So that was the next one. And then recently, I mean, I've had a ton, but recently just realizing like I'm one person. Yes, I had a few people working with me, you know, but then expanding the company, hiring more people full time, you know, virtually and, you know, locally and stuff too. It's very smart. Just put great people around you and networking more. Those things, you know, people bash them, but they're really, really valuable. So realizing, you know, my fans were a great source of potential team members that was a huge epiphany because they love me they love me they've watched me for three years and now i say hey how would you like to join my team and be a part of this mission and well guess what right of course and you know they, they love it and they love working with me i love working with them because they know me and it, it's just great i built it's such a great asset yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is so smart that is so smart i love that i love that yeah um, for people starting out and, uh, you know, who are trying to build um, and select their audiences, how did you select your audience and how did you find topics for your videos? Great question. Yeah, I, I think it's actually fairly easy. You just look at who you could help the most instead of trying to think, here's my ideal client because they have the money, which is the biggest mistake everybody makes. I'm going to go target six figure earners and coaches because they have money. So I'm going to teach them how to get clients, but I've never gotten them myself. I hate that so much. It makes me feel sick to my stomach. I'm sorry. It's just, it's yes. But if you know how to help them, awesome. If you don't, don't do it, you know, just do something else. But if you are doing it and you're successful, great. 
Um, maybe if you're gonna do that, here's my suggestion. If you wanna target a high ideal client and you think that's who you can help the most and they have more money to spend and whatever, you can charge them more, don't charge them more right away. Charge less, be humble, give service, get results, work your ass off like legitimately and then they will praise you and talk about you and you'll get infinite clients. So the focus is not so important to say who you're gonna help based on your ideas of what you think the market needs. It's get out of your head and start talking to people and say, what's your biggest problem in your life? What are you struggling with? Ask five friends and maybe out of them, you can identify one person that would be perfect to work with. Maybe out of 20 people, go to a networking event, ask these questions, genuinely care about people and be interested. That's the best way. And the same thing goes for content strategy. I don't go around going, oh, here's the best video that I think will serve the universe. I mean, by all means, I'm not, I'm not against that. I still have that feeling in my heart, but I combine that with what's a real question someone asked me? What's a real question someone is asking me? You know, what's something that someone is actually struggling with and they need help, they don't have a solution yet. Because if you're just solving a problem that's already been solved, like top 10 self-help books to read, that's cool. You can make a video like that and get some views. And that's, that's awesome, I'm not bashing it. But what I am saying is, if you really wanna serve somebody, think about what they really need. What are their pain points, you know? And, and, and again, identify who can help most. That's the important, that's the key. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna tell you what they need if you just yeah. ask, Got it. right? And and I feel like you know some I I used to do these live videos on Facebook, uh, just sharing stories from throughout the day. You know, like oh, you know what this person asked me about this, and this is what I said, and maybe this is gonna be helpful for you, right? And I, I love what you're saying. Um, just getting in touch with people, talking, getting in the comments and asking them what do they need help with and yes. allowing them to be your source of inspiration and, uh, and of content. That, that's super powerful. Awesome. Exactly. Um, and one last, one last question. What would you, if, if you had Raphael at 18 years old right now with us in a conversation, what would you say? Um, you know, honestly, I would say this is exactly what you need to go through. Enjoy. That would be it because pure, you know, it purifies you like go through the fire and you will be cleansed. It sounds like some cult thing, but it's, it's the real stuff. Like you need to go through this. If you're going to be the expert right now, stop. If you think you're someone you're not stop. If you're trying to do something that doesn't feel right to you and you know, you can't really help somebody and you feel like an imposter, stop, get good stop. Yeah. and then help. Get good and then help. Find someone to help, help them. Same goes for products. You know, find the product people need. Design something that people would actually use and like, and, and there's a gap. That's what business is, supply and demand, right? So increase your demand by making your supply better. Mm, that's so nice. That's so nice, yeah. And I think it takes a bit of practice, a bit of practice as well because in the beginning, you're going to be like, am I being an imposter right now? And even if you are, you're going to feel like you're not being one, you know, and just like just in, in initiating that internal dialogue where you, you know, you're being honest with yourself. And when you know that you're not being honest with yourself, that takes a bit of practice too. You're right. It really does. Yeah. It's not, it's not the instant fix. It takes time and you have to self-awareness and journal. And I used all those tools, of course, too. They're important. You know, ask yourself, like, yeah. what am I, re every day I reevaluate, I go, you know, what am I really doing here? Does this make sense? Is this leading me to where I want to go? Is this really helping people on the highest level? Am I really serving who I can best serve? You've got to question yourself. Yes. If you don't have a coach, especially, you need to be coaching yourself hard. 
you know, and you should get a coach. Everybody should have a coach. If you don't have a coach, yes. you're, you're, you're weird. You're, you, you, you're not going to be that one guy that's on social media. And he's like, I never needed that's Gary, right? Like I never needed, that's like winning the lottery with, with your genetics. But Gary, Gary admits that if he did, um, had a, you know, a coach earlier on, yeah. he would have been much, much, much further on. Well, okay, that's great. He used to say that he never needed it and he's better off listening to his intuition. I do that too. Guess what? You can also add a coach and now you can be, you know, me, 24 years old and you can have this mega awesome business doing what you love and you're making passive income and, you know, like you kind of famous too, which is, I mean, you know, it's silly. I don't really care about that so much. But when, you're, when your speech goes viral and you get recognized in like a local store in the north of Norway, that's when you're like okay right what happened here you know it's it's uh, that's that's crazy yeah. but the thing is what i realized is like it's a hundred percent you know if you don't if you don't work with somebody that checks you and holds you accountable and and challenges you to grow then you're just you're full of it you know you're just not you're never you're just maybe you're in an echo chamber you know you're just hearing the same thing over and over again and you think it's the right thing and you're, you're never really expanding i love that I love that. Awesome. Rafael, it's been a great pleasure sitting down and chatting. And um, I've personally learned a lot. And guys, let us know in the comments what did you love the most about this uh, talk, about this interview. And uh, Rafael, what would be one question that you have for all the audience? Uh, first of all, it's been a pleasure. So thank you for having me on. And my question would be, you know, who can you help the most? That would be the question for me. Like, who can you really serve based on your life experiences, based on what you know? Who can you add the most value to? Build your company, build your business, build your coaching practice, whatever you're doing. You know, even if you're finding a job, find a job where you're able to contribute the most value because that's when the marketplace compensates you the best. The market never lies. The market will reward you directly for your input. So do the best input and you're going to do really well. So what's, what's that for you? Ask yourself, like, who can I really serve? Guys, let's hear it in the comment section and I'll see you next time. And absolutely check out Rafael's uh, YouTube channel and I'll post all the links to his social media in the description and uh, connect with them just to say thank you for this awesome talk. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And if you're ready for more financial freedom, for more time to spend with your loved ones or doing what you're really, really, really passionate about, Send me a message over social media, connect with me, links are in the description, and I will give you a free business breakthrough session where I will show you exactly how you can make your business more profitable so that you live a happy and fulfilled life with your loved ones. I'll see you soon.